Yeah, so this oh, is God, Mike from Last Days of Autumn. What's your favorite brewery in Knoxville? Oh. <laughs> I'm halfway down in the bottom of a bottle and I ain't gonna change my way. But I ain't half bad when I do what I ought it don't. Hello, everybody. Howdy. Howdy. Are Thanks for being doing? a part of the uh, festivities today. <laughs> Watch us talk about beer on fancy little gadgets and stuff. We have like yeah. seven different ways of recording right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is pretty crazy. We've got our buddy Dottie, Donnie from Inebriated uh, Wisdom. Yeah, he's running our audio. He's our lifesaver today. Yeah. So it's going to be welcome doing to all this recording. What? Our Humble Beer Podcast. Our Humble Beer Podcast. <laughs> That's right. All righty. Well, thank you guys for coming today. We're so glad to have everybody out here. Um, I guess while we're getting everybody seated and everything, um, just know if you got a phone call, anything like that, just please take it outside. We are recording. Um, and yeah, so with that said, I guess we'll get right into it. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a, um, a microphone down there. It should be somewhere Is yeah, it down there. Down here. That's going for, for uh, audience questions. When, when we have the, our guests, you can come up and talk in and um, answer, ask a question. Hopefully um, keep it... Uh, clean hopefully. yeah yeah and and how today's gonna work um, of course we got ratchet with us right now um, a little later we're gonna have last days of autumn coming up to talk uh, I'm gonna be interviewing them have some Q&A time with them um, after we do that we're gonna be going right into blue pants brewing talking to them about their beer um, another little Q&A we'll do a little break um, then we're gonna have Marty Vellis from Fanatic coming up and uh, we're gonna be talking to him and at the end we'll have again another Q&A and we'll just um, we'll keep going from there so um, yeah but that said Ratchet how are you doing man I'm doing great man it's a it's a perfect Saturday it's actually really warm out it's yeah. a good day to drink beer with friends yeah mind-blowing how warm yeah, I was I was so worried that we'd have to like fit heaters in here oh yeah we were talking about that we're like we're gonna be all bundled up in the podcast but yeah man um thanks for having me on i'm glad i could help uh organize this and i'm glad our friends could come out and drink some beer with us today awesome and so yeah you guys have been doing good I've been listening to podcasts and i'm really happy about the award that in uh the Mer Knoxville mercury best podcast yeah. yeah thank you that helped put us on on the map as a beer town we're actually coming in our own a lot of great breweries right now and a lot of great breweries coming so yeah like like the ones that we're having today, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, so, Ratchet, what have you been up to? What, what's what, what's been going on since the last time we've um, chatted on Humble? And this is where we had a little flashback. <laughs> the 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 last episode Ratchet was on, he had just come back into town. Um, <laughs> you know, just doing what I can to promote the beer culture here in Knoxville. Um, I've got my own business. You know, I talked about that back then about mm -hmm. what I was my plans were. I started a business called Nose Beer Media, so it's nosebeer.com. Uh, I'm doing websites. I do uh, social media management for breweries and craft beer bars and things of that nature. And basically, you know, getting paid to do what I love, which is promote the beer culture. I love beer culture. I love hanging out. You know, I, it's not something I make a lot of money at, but I drink for free a lot of times. So there's that. That's a fourth of my bills <laughs> taken care of, at least. Why do you and, think we're doing this? <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, honestly, I get to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And, and I really just love the whole beer culture that we have in Knoxville right now. It's... It's a sense of community that some of the bigger cities with established beer cultures lose after a while. 
and we still have that. We all know each other. We all like each other. We're all friends. Um, even if people, you know, in any group of people, you're going to have personality differences, but everybody in this scene puts those aside and in the interest of helping the culture and the beer, you know, not that there are any personality issues in this scene, but if there were, I'm saying a hypothetical, there really isn't, but we're at the point right now where you know, everybody is happy for each other and we're all helping each other. Yeah, At the end of the day, people are competing for shelf and tap space and market share, but when it comes to the bigger issues, everybody's got each other's backs. And one of the things I've been doing to help promote the beer culture is I've, I've been working with Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine based out of Nashville. Very cool. Um, been writing for them. I've got some articles coming up. Um, yeah, and, a- you know, they were started by some people that wanted to help out and wanted to help promote the state's beer scene. So. Um, I'm doing, you know, sales for them. I'm doing advertising sales. I have the whole East Tennessee territory from Chattanooga all the way up to Tri-Cities. Cool. Um, so, yeah, great great magazine. Check them out online, TennesseeCraftBeerMag.com. Um, you know, a lot of great things going on, not just in our scene, but in statewide. I mean, talking all the way from Memphis to Nashville to Chattanooga to the Tri-Cities and Knoxville and all the places in between. It seems like... Every county in Tennessee is eventually going to have a brewery. I mean, there's a county, there's a, a brewery starting in Morgan County soon. There's Oak Ridge is getting their first brewery. Hmm. Um, right now in Knoxville, we have, I, I, I lost track. I honestly lost track. I five or six open breweries. And there's some uh, breweries that are going to have tap rooms coming open pretty soon. And we'll have some guests on today that are going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's a great time to be a beer lover, especially in our city especially that we're in a, a city that's big enough that we have different options for drinking beer, but not too big where we don't know each other and we don't hang out and we don't visit each other and support each other. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can go to any brewery or craft beer centric bar and run into the same people I see, or I just saw at another craft beer centric bar. And, you know, Knoxville's good like that right now, so. Um, and what you guys are doing are contributing greatly to it. So thank you for that. Um, thank you. And, you know, Beard and Beer Market, we're, who's hosting us today? I love the Beard and Beer Market. Um, of course, I, you know, they asked me for help, some help putting together their website. And, of course, I'm going to do that because this is my – besides breweries, I love drinking at brewery tap rooms. But besides breweries, this is my favorite bar in Oxford. It's not a bar. It's a um, beer garden. But it's my favorite spot. I mean, I know it's 20, if it's 20 degrees outside and I'm freezing, I can go hang out by the fire pit and drink beer. And there's going to be other people who are like, hey, I'm going to go hang out by the fire pit because that's what are you going to do in this, you know, what are you going to do in the wintertime? You're going to hang out by the fire and drink beer with your buddies. So mm-hmm. um, there's many a times, and this is such a sense of community here. There's so many times that I've came here and not saw any familiar faces. And then five minutes later, I have a new friend. And that's what the beard and beer markets really offering to people. And it's been that way. That's how me and DJ met. I think I probably <laughs> met you here, Chris, for the first time. I think so. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a great sense of community that we have right now in our beer culture here in Knoxville. And we have some guests on today uh, that are part of that and are help building that. Um, my friend, Michael from uh, last days of autumn, um, his wife, Woo-hoo. Tracy, and we also have, yeah, give it up for them. And, and uh, their head brewer, Daniel Delph. Uh, Mike just got uh, Daniel who is, really well known has a great reputation and makes some phenomenal beer we'll be tasting some of that later on mm-hmm. of course uh charles from blue pants we all know charles charles uh, helped start yeah 
Charles uh, helped start um, Hops and Hollers, and now he's the sales rep for Blue Pants. And Blue Pants, as recently, they're doing a reintroduction of their beer. Um, really good stuff. They they have their chocolate oatmeal porter on right now. I just had that, and it's amazing, uh, amazing beer. And of course, uh, one of the OGs of the scene uh, is here, Marty Vellis. Um, you know, he's been around for a long time. <laughs> Marty. I, I, w I would honestly say that um, back before we were calling craft beer, craft beer, back when it was microbrew, Marty is the second brewer to this region to really focus on anything other than the big, large corporate macro beer. So uh, he's with Fanatic. He started Fanatic Brewery, and he'll be on to talk about that here in a bit. And uh, so it's going to be a great podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to and it. People are watching online on Periscope. Hi. Uh, <laughs> and of course, you know, I do social media for a living, so I've got to give a shout out to our humble beer pod or was it humble be at humble beer pod on Periscope? At humble beer pod, yeah. Uh, and then Facebook, our mm -hmm. humble beer pod podcast on Facebook. Where can we get you, Ratchet, on social uh, media? Yeah, where can we? Uh, Jason at Jason knows beer on Twitter. I'm mo most prolific on Twitter. Um, of course, untapped because I'm a beer geek. And on Instagram, at Jason Knows Beer. I know it sounds pretentious, but, you know, I've changed it. I, I've had ratchet brews as my online presence, and then I stopped brewing beer because I'd rather promote it than brew it. I'd rather drink it <laughs> than brew it, and I'd rather talk about it than brew it. So that's what I'm doing right now. But, cool. yeah, thanks for having me back on. Yeah, yeah. man. Thanks, thanks for being our inter introduction, and thanks for helping us set up the event. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, get you know. Get, get everything rolling and leading into some of our, our great guests we got going on here. So Right on. Well, yeah. that's, that's what I do. That's what I'm here for, guys. So let's, uh, let's bring on Michael. Let's everybody give a yeah. big round of applause to Michael Freed. All right. And I'll uh, step aside let Mike have the microphone. Awesome. There's no way I can talk as long as Ratchet does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm, I might be the one, only one who can talk as long as Ratchet can. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty. Um, well, now we have Mike from Last Days of Onamon with us. Mike, it's great to have you here. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, thanks for coming in today. We, we've, um, we're really excited about the brewery coming up here, and I uh, just want to get to know you guys a little bit more. So tell us a little bit about your story. Where, where is Last Days of Autumn from originally? Where are you guys from? What brought you here? Um, and, oh, and yeah, what, what inspired you to create Last Days of Autumn? That's, that's an awful lot of information. <laughs> I mean, I'm originally from Milwaukee. My wife's from Pennsylvania. We met here in what used to be Barley's. It was Spaghetti Warehouse. Okay. And that's kind of what we started our whole craft beer thing was that we used to go to the building that we met in and hang out at and Barley's always had great beer for like the last what 15 years I mean yeah <clears throat> so that's kind of how we started with this whole craft beer thing just you know drinking it and it progressed into we just like touring breweries you know mm -hmm. made a trip out to Denver and went through I think 25 breweries in five days if that's possible wow you know we'll take trips to Asheville just to hit breweries and you know whatever you know west coast east coast i mean it's that's what we like to do you know and from there it turned into you know i've been homebrewing for 25 years and i had a relative one day that uh it's like can you make a beer as good as sierra nevada pale ale i was like well, i can try i think i can you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> he didn't believe me so I, I made a batch of beer i sent it down to atlanta because that's where they lived at and uh, he called me like a week later he's like dude i like your beer better you should open a brewery <laughs> and so that's that awesome. kind of planted the seed and that's where it started at so you know and how long ago was that 
Sure, that was three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So once we started that, it was, you know, put our house up for sale, you know, we started making a business plan. We've been putting a business plan together for two years, you know, because the house didn't sell, but it finally did last year. And so now we're rolling, you know. It's exciting. So it's really yeah. exciting. Um, so so with that said, so you've you've um, you've definitely made some efforts to to move into the craft beer, um, the business of it. Um, definitely taking a lot of risks to do that. I'm sure it's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of an understatement. Yeah, I'll but... be living with you if this doesn't work. By the way. <laughs> We have a spare bedroom, so we'll take you in cool. for a little bit. <laughs> oh man! So, but but with that with that said, I mean, lots of challenges, definitely. But um, you know, I'm sure it's really exciting. Where are you guys actually going to be? Like like physically downtown? Where are you all brewing? We are at 808 East Magnolia. Okay. okay so. If you're at Sawworks front door, if you know where Sawworks is, you can walk up the street 50 yards and, and you're at our building. Oh wow! We're that close to them, so. Yeah. 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 No, I know DJ. You you went over there recently and um, actually got a chance to tour it. I wasn't able to join, but um, did you, you were showing like me some pictures. Uh, it was a little not was a little teary eyed. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, uh, um, all the plans that um, uh, Sam showed me and, and uh, just it's going to be an amazing space it's gonna um, it kind of um, I got to help do some of the build out for Alliance and it kind of took me back to doing that build out and, and seeing the framework and uh, seeing um, kind of envision the end product it's got the, the long building I kind of it has a lots of little spaces where you can sit and um, it's gonna be a really cool t uh, tap room um, brew house yeah it was awesome we got the um, um, front on um, on all magnolia there you're gonna have the uh, you're yeah i heard you're gonna put a maybe put a big deck we're gonna try man. put a we're deck out there I mean, so it's, it's cool we actually had a one of our friends from since he was you know two feet tall this kid that we know is now a grad student at ut in the architectural program and we actually walked him through this morning and uh he's into the whole interior design aspect of uh, the architectural deal and uh so we told him today you know like and he's 24, 25, I believe. So he is the age group that drinks this beer. I mean, he's in, in that millennium generation. We're like, I mean, blow us away. You have free reign to look, and look at the color schemes and the things you want to do and, and show me something, you know. I mean, this is what you're going to do for career, so blow us away. So I think we're going to see something really cool here in a week or two as far as the interior design of this space. I think it's going to yeah. be awesome, you know. But, I mean, what Sam's done already has already blown me away with the wood inside. I mean, he's, he's built out these cold rooms and fermentation rooms, and you've got this, uh, it's plywood, but it's beautiful the way it looks, you know? And mm -hmm. I think it's going to be just incredible when it's done. I really do. That's exciting. That's exciting. When, when do you guys actually um, plan on opening? Like, what's yeah, the target? Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> At some well, point. Okay. On my timeline, which never seems to work, it hasn't worked since I started this. And what Sam has told me, I think we can get to like early January and, and actually, you know, call the city and ask for our final inspections and we can start pouring some craft beer in our place. Now, I'm still waiting on kettles to show up. They're on a boat from China. OK, they're supposed to be here around Christmas time. So I think we can start brewing beer at least around February 1st. OK, OK, please don't hold me to that. <laughs> <laughs> Any of that. OK, yeah, but, but so, sometime maybe maybe around February, March. 
Sure. You guys plan to actually be up and brewing. Yeah, that's exciting. Okay. You see the, the the model Alliance did it, Crafty did it, um, where they're doing guest taps to, to start. So you're yeah. going to do the guest taps. I think that's a good good model because it gets people in there, see the space, it kind of builds excitement for the brewery. Mm -hmm. Then then you start ha slowly having your beers on. Are you going to do something like that? You think? Yeah, I mean that's like you saw them before we even you know we used to go to some of these bars in Nashville, their breweries in Nashville. They always carried their competitors' beers at the places next door to them. And I always thought it was cool. You could walk in and, you, you know, it's a brewery and you try their beers. But, like, if I want to try beer from a brewery that was down the street, they carried it, you know. And that's, it's, that's what I want to do. I mean, it's all about promoting each other and helping each other in this thing. So that's kind of what I want to do with it, you know. It's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so where did the name Last Days of Autumn come from? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a great story about that. Here's the clean version, okay. <laughs> Okay, so we had a name that we had come up with. Okay, we're, we're, we have a bucket list that me and my wife want to do. And so our, the name of our brewery was originally, we had come up with Bucket List Brewing is what we wanted. Turns out a, bar, or a brewery in Chicago had just trademarked it. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, and, and so we're, we're baffled. And we're on the deck and we're having some beers and quite a few beers. And uh, a band I had just seen a few weeks earlier in Charlotte called Leftover Salmon I had downloaded some of their music and we were listening to it on our deck and the song came up and talks about last days of autumn hmm. and uh it's a beautiful song but it pertains as far as us because i mean we're probably a little bit older than the average brewery owners you know at least as far as i know most of them you know there are a lot of younger guys but we're getting to that stage in our life where we're towards what you'd call i guess our autumn days and before you head into the winter and it's like if we don't do this now we're not going to do it you know hmm. i mean it's this is our last chance to do what we want to do and that's that's where the name came from you know cool. so that's exciting yeah and there's another story too which, which one's that which, yeah there's a few which one? <laughs> oh, i don't know i don't know <laughs> are we going to um, bring in on your lovely wife to, wife to have a discussion <laughs> not unless you want this podcast to last about eight hours <laughs> Oh, this is long for media, so. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's great. DJ, any other questions? I got I'm good. Do you want to uh, bring on the your brewer? Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah absolutely, awesome. man. Because I'll never tell him, but he makes better beer than I do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Dan Daniel Hodge was Daniel the archi Hodge. architecture student? Very cool. That's exciting. <laughs> All righty. Everybody get a round of applause. What? Thank you. Hey. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Mr. Delph, it's great to have you on. Thank you. And well, welcome, welcome. welcome. Appreciate you. <laughs> my, first my first podcast too. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your first podcast. First podcast. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, just you know, I guess where you're from and um, what what kind of got you into craft beer and especially brewing of the beer and where you've been yeah. prior to the last days. So, um, I actually, I always tell Marty about this every time I see him. Um, <laughs> I'm from Sevier County, so in Sevier County. Um, we had Smoky Mountain Brewery, and when I was 16 years old, we would bring growlers of Tuckaleechee Porter to Max Patch on the Appalachian Trail and just get <laughs> completely tanked. I never had a domestic beer, like crap beer, before that. I always had just either that or 
Samuel Adams Cream Stout was one of the first beers I ever had, and Guinness Extra Stout. That was, those were the beers I was actually drinking the most. Um, I actually grew up on Douglas Lake in Flat Creek in Sevier County. Cool. And uh, how I actually got into home brewing was a guy named Joe Strickland. Um, he's a fellow cyclist and home brewer in Sevier. And I've, I've been bike commuting for the past eight years now. Wow. Um, I was going down Sevier with a flat tire, and this guy asked me if I needed a ride home. And it turns out he was a cyclist, a home brewer. He was friends with all kinds of other friends that I'd had. And uh, we just kind of had a lot of mutual people. And uh, I tasted his Red Ale, and it was just the freshest, best beer I'd ever tasted. And that's when I started home brewing, pretty much. And it was the ability of uh, I can buy all my ingredients, brew it all at home, and then I didn't have to get on my bicycle to ride two miles to get a bot to to get some beer or something, you know. Wow, yeah, that's really cool. So you started home brewing. Um, is last stage then your first official venture as a professional brewer, or um, I've actually spent the, about the last year and a half with Crafty Bastard Brewery, honestly, as their oh, assistant okay. brewer. Yeah, um, that's actually how I met Mike and Tracy. Um, currently, I was I'm doing the Crafty Bastard, helping them brew. And then also at Barley's. Um, so when we were creating all the hype and everything for Crafty Bastard, I'd met Mike and Tracy. They were sitting there and they were discussing over a beer what type of hop was in this beer. And um, that's when I was like, oh, okay, they, well, they know craft beer. Let me tell them about the brewery a little bit. And then they told me about their brewery. And from that moment on, we've had a relationship of friends ever since you know and um, I've actually got to brew at Highland Brewing Company twice it was a uh, chocolate cherry porter that was called Coco Ono it wasn't my recipe I did to get the help on that and uh, kind of getting into the professional side when I got to help them out that's where a lot of that came into was from that okay yeah. very cool very cool um, so now you're working with last days would you guys say you have a certain style or a certain philosophy behind the type of beer you're gonna be um, not necessarily the good thing about me and Mike um, with the beer recipes he makes a lot of good traditional beers and some non-traditional beers but I make a lot of non-traditional beers myself so it's kind of the balance that you could come in and get a cream ale or a Kolsch you can also come in and get a salted caramel coffee porter, or you can get like the beer we're about to taste, the uh, the Jameson Caskmate Coffee Stout with uh, I, with uh, coffee from uh, Post Falls, Idaho, of all places, and then cocoa nibs from Olive and Sinclair in Nashville. That well. sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Do you have a name for that beer yet? I do not. I can make the recipes pretty easily, but I can't really make the names that, that easy, to be honest. <laughs> how, um, yeah. how much are you going to translate your home brewing, like your own recipes? Are you, going, are you guys going to collaborate and try to create recipes together, or is it going to be... Um, I'll be brewing uh, any, any of beers that Mike has, you know, we'll be brewing those together. I'm more than happy to just brew his beers as well, because this is his dream. This is our dream but I wouldn't be in the professional sense if it wasn't for them. But they've also given me a chance to where I can almost make anything I want within reason, of course. Um, so eventually, going down the road, we have, so we have 2,000 square feet upstairs um, in the brewing, and so the brewery's in the back, tap room in the middle, bathroom's up front, and then the facade grant, what they're talking about with Knoxville, they want to build a deck all the way out to the very end of the building and that's going to change a lot 
on top of Mike's idea of putting a stage into the parking lot to have music festivals, uh, our, our entire parking lot is actually fully gated. So we can have music festivals out there. People can drink all kinds of beer that they want to. Already had comedians from, from town wanting to do certain uh, comedy stuff there as well. Uh, leftover Salmon, the reason why they came up with the name, we really want to have them uh, there for like uh, to come and, and have the on the stage pretty much, you know. Maybe you yeah. could have podcasts there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe some live podcasts, podcasts or something like cool. that. That'd be pretty yeah. neat. But yeah, for the past year and a half, though, I've been working on a whole lot of recipes and um, a lot of my dessert beers that I actually have um, come from me spending time working at Ben and Jerry's. And I got to say, the, the New Belgium salted caramel brownie brown ale holds, doesn't hold a candle to what I want to do, to be honest. From a former employee of Ben and Jerry's, it's, it's the flavor's not there, to be honest. You know? Honesty's the best boss. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, I mean, so um, what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, just just the uh, atmosphere as as a brewer, just to be able to work and connect with the the people, or do you do you want to be more artistic? Um, Uh, I want to hang out with the artistic side. Now, I'm a bartender as well, so it's kind of good to be on the actual. Um, bar side of, of craft beer and actually be on the brewing side of craft beer as well. Um, I think that has a lot to do with what people like to drink, um, be able to actually have people's feedback and, and know behind that. Um, I think that makes a big difference when it comes to brewing and, and craft beer. Yeah. Well, how, how is everybody liking the beer out there? Everybody seems to be sipping it's on amazing. it. Amazing. Tell us more about it. Can we get yeah. some of that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need we need our um, well DJ's beer babe. Oh, okay. My, yeah, the beer babe is rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this is a beer. I didn't mean it to taste like breakfast out, but it came out that way. I don't think anybody's gonna complain. <laughs> So I'd randomly, I'd randomly got a, I love making coffee beers, to be honest. Ever since I've had Thunderstruck Coffee Porter, that was one of my favorite beers I'd ever had. And uh, especially with, with the brewery, and we're going to have a, a good working relationship with Highland Brewing Company as nice. well. Nice. Cool. Um, beer and Beer Market, of course, is their number one off-premise. Barley's is the number one on-premise. Knoxville makes almost 10% of their profits. They take very good care of everyone here. And I owe, owe a lot to them, to be honest. Um, so this is some coffee that came from Post Falls, Idaho. Really? Randomly got to me from a guy from Washington State. It's called Super Dank the Chronic. The actual name of the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The Chronic. Then I was looking through Rebel, Rebel Brewer, the home brewing store, and they had some Olive and Sinclair cocoa nibs. And I always wanted to use Olive and Sin- Sinclair cocoa nibs, mainly because it's, it's one of the chocolate places in Tennessee that you can actually get around here. Then it's also uh, aged with uh, French oak chips and uh, Jameson Caskmate stout, which uh, Jameson Caskmate is a really, really, really mellow liquor. Uh, it's aged in stout barrels, so you get a lot of the coffee and chocolate notes. And when I was at Barley's and tasted it, I immediately knew this is exactly what can make a, a, a coffee stout really, really good. So do you actually have a Jameson barrel, or are you just using chips? I use the, the chips for it, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
Use the chips, soak the chips, Still. Uh, added it to the fermenter. Yeah. Wow, this is really good. Thank you. Now, with your um, with your uh, connections with Crafty and um, all all the um, lovely breweries we got popping up around, are you uh, are you going to be really interested in collaborations with them? Some? Oh, of maybe? course, yeah. Um, I actually met Matthew from Pretentious at Barley's as well awesome. before he had opened up the glass store. So that was kind of cool to go ahead and kind of know him right as he moved into this place. And on top of that, we also uh, work for the same rescue, uh, dog rescue group here in, in Knoxville, Adopt a Golden Knoxville. And that we'll do a lot of things for Young Williams Animal Center too. Oh, that's awesome. We, both of our, all of our animals all came from Young Williams Animal Center. Very cool. Um, that's, a, that's great. We'll have a, uh, having um, all our family, or Knox family working together to make good beer and helping good causes. It's always a good yeah. thing. We actually have quite a bit of space later on to move the brewing downstairs, possibly do a sour beer program, and possibly do a barrel aging program on top of that. So plenty wow. of room to expand. Um, I was talking to Sam yesterday, and when, when the debt gets finished, there's a big possibility you can smell, or there or, or big possibility there is a guarantee that you'll be able to smell Saltworks Brewery when you're from the deck right which yeah. would be and, awesome. and hopefully last days of autumn yeah. too but well yeah but when when they're not so it'd be cool to be able to smell smell that somebody else brewing while you're sitting having a, another good beer so that's pretty awesome i mean but, even even collaborations with just the people in general too like yeah. you guys yeah you want to make a beer anybody mm -hmm. we meet at the bar hey you want to make a beer let's work on this let's do this together you know what i mean everybody wants a little bit of like artisanal uh craft with it you know what i mean uh mm -hmm. bringing out a the five gallon homebrew system and, and brewing on the deck while people are there and just getting input and telling people about the beers and everything you know just kind of getting involved with the people it, it helps a lot you know very cool very cool well daniel thank you thank you, you, well, you. any other questions i'm good do we do we have a uh, audience member who wants to come up and sit down and um, ask a question to our fine brewer here what are you going to be doing with the uh, we, uh, they're, they're going to two different farmers. Yeah. Um, and then also the we're making dog biscuits for them too, uh, to give out at the brewery. And, and those will be donations that are... Oh, so you're going to be dog friendly too? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's good to know. Anybody else with a question want to come up and answer, ask a question to and the We group? have a microphone up here, set too, up if you guys want to come up and ask. Anybody wants to come ask a question. Ah. Any question at all. <laughs> well, um, I, I guess we'll um, go ahead and take a few-minute break. Um, yeah. thank, thank you so much for being a part thank of you this. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. And thank, thank for everybody for, for listening intently. Thank you for more questions for our next guest. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you guys, and um, we'll reconvene back in what ten minutes? Yeah, about ten minutes. And about we'll ten have minutes, blue we'll be on. back. So about three fifty. If you guys want to come back, we'll be we'll start back up. All right. Thank you guys. Um, well, we are back, and now we are with Blue Pants Brewing, and from Blue Pants we have Charles. Hello. An amazing beard, by the way. You might, you might want to sit a little closer to the mic. There you go. He has an, ama an amazing beard, by the way. Oh, shucks. Come on. This is a handsome beard. I don't think I could ever do something that big. I wake up every morning and flex my face real hard. Let's <laughs> get out there. That's awesome. It's my permanent face scarf. 
<laughs> awesome. Um, so, Charles, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank um, you. We would love to just, um, I guess, get to know you guys a little bit sure. better. Tell sure. us a little bit about Blue Pants, their background, and um, what you do for them and your role there. Yeah. So, uh, Blue Pants, um, about two years ago, I opened up House and Hollers. And we carried their beer because their rep, Andy, was the best. We loved him. But their beer was crap. Uh, uh, but they ended up having like a come to Jesus meeting as a company saying we need to change things up this ain't working out so they sent Weedy the brewer off to uh, Siebel in Chicago and then he went to Germany for a journeymanship for six months came back certified master brewer uh, next level you know just came back uh, scrapped the beers that weren't working and retooled the ones that kind of were so he did that, came back, redid everything. We redid our labeling process. So our labels are way better than they used to be. Our labels used to kind of be like the, the bathroom sign stick people doing yeah. different things. <laughs> it was kind of goofy. And <laughs> but the, so we, we redid that. So essentially within the last year and a half, year, we're a brand new brewery. Uh, kind of wanting to come back into the market and take it by storm, you know. That's, that's exciting. So yeah. you, start, you started Hops and Hollers yep. then. Yep. And what, what led you from Hops and Hollers to representing Blue Pants? Well, my wife wanted me to stop working so many nights. Okay. She works during the day, so I would see her literally like once a week. So uh -huh. she kind of cracked the whip on me and said, this has got to change. So I put some feelers out there, and Blue Pants actually reached out to me uh, once I put some feelers out. And I kind of was hesitant because I had had the beers before. Mm. But they got me down to the brewery to try everything that they're, that they're doing now, and I really liked it a lot, so I got behind it. That's exciting. It's it's really interesting to hear that uh, that rebranding, especially when they've they've taken a brewer and they didn't just fire him for bad. Exactly, beer. exactly. That's, that's, I love that's that really part impressive. that they, they they didn't let him go. They they stood behind their man and uh, sent him off to for some education to redo everything. So yeah, and I've, I've actually been um, admittedly sipping on the dry hop pale ale. Hey, me too. Which right. uh, yeah. which by the way, <laughs> <laughs> this this is really good. Um, Definitely, you know, I, I can't remember having much blue pants prior to this. Right. I think we can actually sample this one. Yep. But, uh, on but we're getting She's some samples order. out of the dry yeah, yeah. hopped right now for everybody. So, um, so the dry hop. I'm good, so give it to him. The dry hop pale started out as the spare pear pale from the last rendition of blue pants. Okay. And they literally took two different pale ales, an East Coast and a West Coast, and combined them in the fermentation tank. And it was a cool novelty idea but it didn't really work out too well so when he came back from germany he, he redid that he liked the idea but redid it into one recipe instead of combining two so we've got east coast uh bittering hops at the beginning and then we finished up with dry hopping with amarillo so it's east coast bitter on the on the front end and then west coast citrusy deliciousness on the back end so um um oh my phone is uh, I just broke the podcast rule of having your phone go off. <laughs> DJ. Yeah, I know. But uh, blue pants, that's a... I can uh, break a lot more rules if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead. Um, uh, blue pants, the name. How, how, how did the name come... Do you know the story behind it? So the name? far as I can tell, the whole story behind it is that it's the... Michael, the, the owner of the brewery, his nickname for his wife is Blue, and her nickname for him is Pants. So, it, I mean, there could be a cooler story that I can make up for you guys, but I think that's just, uh, truth, I think that's the basis truth, truth of the story. Optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so just a blue pants nickname. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, how long has the brewery been going on? You said I, I know they're rebranching, but they've been five years now. Nice. Yeah. Well, we brewed the fifth anniversary of Triple IPA this year. It was actually wet hops with uh, Chinook from Hophead Farms in Michigan. Wow. So we chopped down the hops from Hophead Farms in Michigan, threw it on a truck, drove it down to Alabama, threw it in the beer that same day. So it's an 11% triple IPA. I think uh, Ashes next door carries it right now. So. Nice. Are you going to be um, happy out with any of the brewery brewing process, or are you just going to be strictly? Um... You know, I, I went. I've done a lot of brewing before. I mean, I I went. I was actually Marty's guinea pig class at South College. I was their first class through at uh, the brewing program. But uh, I, it was funny. Before I got this job, I was actually like most of the way through the planning process of starting my own brewery. And I saw all the trouble that guys have gone through in Knoxville with the city and what they wanted to, the breweries to do. So I kind of stepped back from that. Uh, but I think I'll just let Weedy run his thing down at Blue Pants and try and stay back and just sell his beer. But if you ever decide to, you better let us know. So hey, we, man, we I'll try all, to. We can all drink sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done home brewing then in the past? Yeah, I was actually part of uh, a little underground brewing company here called uh, legit brew we ported all the festivals except for uh the big one we don't really like the big one uh but uh we were mainstays at Brewfest from the start and uh it was a really good time we ended up going our separate ways some kids were had some jobs were taken so we kind of had to dial back the brewing so yeah but yeah adult life adults <laughs> yeah man it's crazy <laughs> so uh, the the, the rebranding in the market so it's going to be available pretty much at all all the all oh, everybody we're, we're at kroger Publix, whole foods uh pretty much everywhere you can get beer now, now did you guys ever actually take the beer out of the market here locally no or is it so this is just kind of and that's one of the exciting things about having you on is right. it's kind of to say hey we're still here and our beer's better than it used to right be. and that's like 85 percent of my job is saying, hey guys, I promise it's better than it used to be. Just yeah. just try it. Here's some samples, you know. <laughs> so most of my jobs just wandering around to bars, restaurants, and liquor stores saying, please try this. Just put your lips around this bottle. I guarantee you it's better than it used to be. So it's a it's a fun job. Yeah. <laughs> I taste beer all day. You know? <laughs> Can't yeah, complain with that. Uh, so like is there any place that's been like uh, that has been res or I would say I wanna downgrade anybody, but how hard is is that to do to like when people have a perception of a beer and they think it's this way there are certainly some bridges to rebuild that were i mean not necessarily here in knoxville i've, I've had a couple of places in chattanooga that weren't too pleased uh some places in johnson city that kind of were thrown off by it i mean as soon as i get some beer in their hands and they can try it it's 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 a done deal I mean, that's awesome it's, it's that different than what it used to be wow. and, I, and i think you're you're especially in the knoxville market you're pretty well known and and, and you had the face of hops and holler i've been bartending for 16 years yeah, in knoxville, so, man. Yeah, i, I mean, think i, I, I think some people <laughs> yeah, exactly you know the people and i think people would probably trust your your judgment so i hope so yeah <laughs> I, I act a fool every once in a while but i i like to think that i can spread the word i don't know yeah we'll see though that's exciting. Um, so, what's everybody think of this uh, this dry hop pale ale? Good, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, that dry hop Amarillo is fantastic on the back end. I think we've also brought the double IPA. Uh, it's called the Weedy's Double. Our la our brewer's last name is Weedenthal, so we just call him Weedy. Um, this is just a, a hot bomb in your mouth that's 8.7%, so it's it's balanced out with sweetness. Oh, it's just one of Yeah, we get, we get wee tiny taste. We have one little bottle. But uh, So we've got, we've got the double oh, IPA. We've got the, the triple IPA. Uh, we do a, a whole array of high grabs that we just rotate through all the time. Um, 
the barrel aged we heavy is fixing to hit the market at, in bombers and draft at 13 percent um there's just all kinds of fun stuff that is constantly rotating. So um, what's your um, lineup? You have like year-round, year um, seasonals? So our three year-round low grabs are, are the Pale, the Hot Burst and IPA, and the Amber. And then we do at least one or two low grab seasonals. Right now it's the Chocolate Oatmeal Porter. That'll be here through January or February, and it's replaced by our Pills. Uh, all true German uh uh, produce and supplies, so it's it's a, a definitely a true German pills, and it's fantastic. Wow. It'll only be here for like a couple of months. We don't have a whole lot of lagering capabilities, but it's a great beer for sure. It sounds like that brewer um, brought back some. Oh yeah, more, more than just experience. Oh, he then. he took to it for sure. I mean, he all those all those techniques like Marty did when he, back in the day when he went for his journeymanship. I mean, those techniques are are a thousand years old. They've been they've, oh. they've been doing it a long time, and they know what they're doing. So he jumped on it pretty hard and. He likes what they're doing, and he brought it back here for sure. That's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, anything else? I'm, I'm good. Now we, we have a room full of people that want to ask questions, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so any, any, any questions? That anybody want to come up and do a Q&A? Any questions? We, we got a question? Come on up. Come, We've come got a microphone up. here you can speak into. Be, be part of the podcast. <laughs> Just knocking over people so I walk Totally, totally um, cool. What's your name? Kitty. Kitty? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Kitty. Nice to meet you, too. So, with this whole rebrand, yeah. are we going to see any of the same styles that you used to have? Like, I think there was, like, a strawberry season and that stuff. Or is it going to be completely, like, clean the shelf, new so stuff? Some of the beers that he liked when he came back, he kind of, he redid but kept the same name. Okay. So, all of the recipes are redone but some of them will be recognizable. Like the Slip Rose Saison, the strawberry. Yeah. That I think that will be coming back eventually. Uh, the Spare Pear that became the Dry Hot Pale Ale, it's essentially the same base recipe, but he just completely retooled it to where he had to change the name. So, but yeah, you'll, you'll see some things that you recognize. Hopefully it's the ones that you liked. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Hey, thank you for, for, for yeah. the question. Thank any, you. Anybody else have a question? Or? Yeah, so this oh, is God. Mike from Here Last Days of Autumn. What's your favorite brewery in Knoxville? <laughs> the warehouse in my backyard. <laughs> and then a close second. All the other ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, do you um, you have any, uh, any event coming up or any anything promotion wise? For right now, like when I'm, I've only been in the job for two months. I've, I'm hitting the events real hard. I'm doing like four events a week in Knoxville, Tri Cities, Chattanooga. I mean, everywhere. I mean, I'm I'm all over the place. So if you follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Chaz underscore Blue Pants. Uh, I, I try and keep everything pretty much updated on there. And if you're friends with me on Facebook, I, I share everything. So, Awesome. Yeah, man. It's exciting. Oh, are we, we going to try one more? And we're also like, going to do a tap takeover at, at last days of right autumn. Are. Right after that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we trying? We're trying the wheat with peach. We've got the wheat, wheat with peach. This is my favorite beer to talk about because it's the most incorrectly poorly named beer ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So wheat with peach, you think you think oh great, fruit beer with a little bit of uh, wheat malt. No, it's it's a Berliner Weiss. It's a true German Berliner Weiss uh, with some peach puree in it. So people that like fruit beer see wheat with peach and they expect a fruit beer and they hate Berliner Weiss. So they take a sip of it and throw the beer away. 
guys that want a Berliner Weiss see peach wheat and they will never order a peach wheat because they think it's a peach beer. So like my main goal at the brewery is to get them to rename that beer because it's one of my favorite beers that they yeah, make. That's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's definitely amazing. not a It definitely doesn't have that fruit. It's not like lambic or it's not like right, a, right. A it's really it's it's an beer. additive that doesn't deserve to be in the name at all. Like it's cool no. that they put the peach puree in there, but it's not like a defining characteristic of the beer. I just think it's a fantastic true German Berliner Weiss that really has good. a little hint of peach in it. We're hearing a lot of um, oohs and wows in the uh, yeah. audience. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Hashtag rename that shit. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I've, done, I've done good on the on the cussing the, on this podcast, by the way. I'm, I got a dirty mouth, guys. That was that was my one that was my one slip out there. Um, <laughs> we can have a couple. It's fine. It, it's not because I'm the only one that's not getting censored today. And it's usually it's me, me getting censored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh. Nah. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's tart. It's a little bit tart, but it's it's got a good flavor. I so really I either like want them it. to rename it to just Berliner Weiss or tart. Yeah. Just the blue pants tart, you know. Maybe a peach tart or right. something like that. I see, Any, but peach anything. would throw off people. Yeah, because it doesn't really, I mean, I can taste a little bit of the peach, right. but it's not very strong. Right. So yeah, but it's it's good. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, hashtag rename that shit. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> 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 sir. Uh, how far are you distributing? What's so your- right now we're in Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama. We are in talks with Georgia, um, and then hopefully I'm, I don't know how these things work, but I would assume North Carolina would be next because it's such a bigger market. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I'm, there's a free, free, I'm not free in breweries in North Carolina. So. There's a few, but I'm definitely not in that area of, of things. That's for the that's for the the higher pay grades. I'm just the lowly East Tennessee sales rep, you know. Um, but we'll see where that goes for sure. All righty, well, very cool. Well, Charles or Chaz, thank you for coming on. <laughs> Charles is fine. <laughs> Charles, um, Charles, thanks for coming on, um, and we're really excited to see um, what Blue Pants hey, thanks, keeps man. doing. Thank you, um, and excited to hear about the rebranding too. Right this is great. This is great. Yeah, please, as you guys release more stuff, and and please be on again, and we'll we'll sit around and drink and try all the, oh, the new to. styles yeah. and. Uh, and um, stuff that you guys coming out and um, we'll help you guys grow in this market and we'll um, tell people that you guys are back and back with the with a really good beer and perfect so awesome. thank you boys i appreciate thank it you. all right thank you sir cheers all right okay so we'll take a 10 minute break and then be back in with somebody in here in this market called marty velas with somebody marty velas does anybody know marty nobody from around here so <laughs> anyways we'll be, back. We'll, we'll be back in about 10 so thank you guys i'm halfway down in the bottom of a bottom